This is why I didn't hear what Kira said. I was distracted. What? Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? Oh, Why my did God. you do that? Because that's what Donald Trump thinks is good food. He is, <sighs> like... I can't... Uh, I, I can't. Wow. I mean... <laughs> The the thing is is Dabo's gonna fucking love this shit. Well, the other the other the other question is 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 that actually real? Because there's we we now have to actually ask: Is it real? Yes, it is real. Yeah, well, it's not Israel, but yes. It's huh? Real. I don't know. It, it does look like Trump could be photoshopped in that picture, but well, I, I don't also... mean that. But like, it could also just be a different event, and they found the picture and then put up the caption with it, and we all went, "Oh, this is this is real. This is no, yeah, that's that's really happening. Just, okay, it okay. is really happening. Uh, that's all I'm confirming. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Trump is personally playing for it, paying for it. Oh my God, this is fucking terrible. What did it cost? Him? Seven dollars, <laughs> dude. I could personally pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> This is who, who advertises that he's personally paying for it. The, the, it should be an embarrassment that he's paying for it. Oh my god! His quote was, "I think we're going to serve McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King with some pizza. I would think that's their favorite food." First of all, fuck you. These <laughs> kids like are on very strict nutritional diets because well, Clemson so, can pay out them, the ass. Some of them probably are. Remember, Eddie Lacy was a good college player. Well, all of them are supposed to be. I mean, like that's yeah, that's their thing. Yeah, they. That's how. That's why Clemson donors pay so much because they fund incredible facilities and also like full time nutritionists that monitor everything those kids eat so they can be the perfect human specimens so I'm, we can capitalize on the monetary value of them as individuals versus caring about them as people as human being feeling. As what? As people with human being feelings. Hmm. No, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. I don't recognize those words. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence looks like he eats like a horse, though. That's because he is a horse. You you got there. I really would love a quarter pounder right now, though. Sounds delicious. Mm. Stop. <laughs> I haven't eaten bread in a month and a half. Please don't make mm, it worse. A fillet of fish. I don't like fish. How about some chicken nuggets? I, I, I the breading, the breading on the chicken nuggets. Does that count? Yes. Yeah. But but <laughs> it has the word bread in it. Yeah. My so. My thing is, it's not like a dietary decision. It's a uh, it makes me sick decision. So I, I can stomach I can stomach the breading. It's just it, it makes it a little painful, but I'll I'll handle it for chicken nuggets. Yeah. But like if I try to eat anything that's like a loaf of bread, I just die. <laughs> or I'd be in extreme discomfort. Is more accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we would also never make you do that. <laughs> Don't make me eat the bread. <laughs> okay, I just I don't like bread a whole lot. That, that's weird since you're in San Francisco. I like the inner part, but like there's just some bread that's way too bready. Yes, doughy. The, the the I like sourdough a lot. I like toasted sourdough. The crust is an that's, overrated yeah. part of the bread. Yes. Same with pizza. Very crust is overrated. I like to Very dip sure. the the crust in other things. Unless but. there is one exception. If you get the cheese stuffed crust and you have some marinara, then mm. cheese stuffed crust is fantastic and you you fixed crust. <laughs> are are you Jay, are you not even allowed to have pizza then? That's no, that's like bread. mostly bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're just you you can't eat anything delicious in life. Um, I can eat steak. I eat that. True. Regularly. 
True. Salmon. Salmon's fucking um, delicious. Who doesn't I like fish? Seafood. Yeah. Or do you like shrimp or do you just not like any seafood? Uh, sometimes I'll go for some garlic scampi, but it hurts my soul to eat fish. So that's why I don't eat it for the most part. Uh, what about pasta? Is that, does that count? That's, Can you... pure, that's pure gluten. So you're just nothing. <laughs> what about gluten-free pasta? Well, yeah, I can eat that. And I do eat how, that how do you not have it's one friend, good. Kira, who is like chewing your ear off telling you all this information? Because she's in the Bay, dude. It's it's all bread. Oh. <laughs> I literally it's just bread. tune it. No, it's we have a lot of Gia. Like the the joke is always like everything like has to have a gluten free option. And yeah. whenever you see something like like the GF is a very common acronym. However, I didn't like. I guess yeah. Sorry, I'm tired and I'm not really putting two <laughs> two together. But like, you can have gluten free products. Yeah. So like you can have gluten free bread. You can have gluten free pasta. I guess that like bread and pasta include those things sometimes to me. Yeah. I just wish there weren't um so many horrible people who are like awful about how much they like not eating gluten cuz it would make it really <laughs> nice for the rest of us. It's like can... the only it's like the only allergy you can have that you have to be ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry guys, I, I can't actually have that. Uh, I'm not I, trying to be trendy. Gluten. I'm just trying to be comfortable. I'm I'm not one of those people. I just oh, peace. Okay, fuck. If you're gonna lump me in with that, fine. Just give it to me. I'll just curl over <laughs> into a ball. That's fine. <laughs> Worth it. All of the pain. <laughs> Worth it. What about? I guess our pizza roll. Pizza rolls probably have gluten in them, right? Uh, yes. Yes, they do. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? It's just fun. It's such torture. Really, really, this isn't so much about my lack of knowing about gluten-free items as it is about just laughing at Jay's misery. <laughs> Love you. Mm. Should we do an intro? Yeah. Let me. Thank you for remembering we, that. We, I haven't done, that we haven't done one for two weeks. <laughs> Welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm David. And I'm, I am not gluten-free. <laughs> oh. I just love how David laughs in this complete silence. <laughs> oh, that's that's usually what happens. <laughs> Particularly oh, when man. Kara tells a joke. Hey. <laughs> oh, you're allowed to take shots at me all night, but I get one. I can't have one. You can have as many as you like. Doesn't mean I'm not going to go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to have my reactions. <laughs> Speaking of reactions, Jake can't have gluten. <laughs> <laughs> I love how also can we talk about like this has been a thing since like November like this is not news like we have also like texted yeah. and talked about this <laughs> and yeah we still find this like somewhat entertaining I'm sorry Jay it honestly could have been anything you let me drive something into the ground that much but we're gonna have fun with it that's true <clears throat> in the words the best... of Antonio in the words of Antonio Brown all the things I know still been sti- silent, though. Hashtag do not disturb. What? 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 <laughs> do you guys follow Antonio Brown on Twitter? It's no, like some. I just, I just don't understand what that sentence said. It I'm has not exactly. He's also getting out of a helicopter in his Twitter cover photo. Uh, yeah, the I think it was the first day of training camp or something like that. He like showed yeah. up in a helicopter because. That's going to work out for people being able to identify with you. 
per per his other tweet, is there more? No. That's the whole tweet. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Did he post um, it on Thanksgiving? No, he posted <laughs> it yesterday. <laughs> is, is there more? <laughs> Um. Yeah. So uh, we had some fun stuff of, happen. Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of not the Steelers, because they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> Ouch. Can I get? Can I? Can I do some fun tennis stuff at some point? Oh yeah. What? What about this thing of like the tallest, tallest oh. things and the big people? Yeah, that was fun. That wasn't what I wanted to talk about, but that's. I'll, I'll get. I'll, we'll start there. Yeah, the Australian Open's happening right now. It's very exciting. Um, everyone's down in the down under. For some reason, they made the Australian Open in the hottest possible time in Australia. Uh, Does that usually happen? Yeah, th- this is when the Australian Open. So, like, what happened was many, many years ago, the Australian Open was, like, the last tournament uh, after the U.S. Open. So it was actually like in the Australian spring. So it was actually a really good time to go down there. But uh, nobody ever wanted to go down there because it was like the afterthought of all the majors. So then later on, they eventually changed it. So that way it was going to be in January, which is when the season begins. So now it's the first major. So everybody wants to make a good start to the season. So it made it relevant. Fun facts. But... So I, unfortunately, it's Australian summer, so it's always extremely hot and everyone's dying. Yes, that is very true. Although, like, I guess that's also global warming. Yeah. Well, they have a hole in their ozone, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so yesterday, or two days, I don't, I don't understand how time works when you're looking at the uh, when uh, Australia, but yesterday, I believe it was. Uh, Riley Opelka from the United States was playing against John Isner. John Isner is whom many know as that really tall tennis guy, standing six foot ten, uh, fucking giant of a human. He John Isner. And- First Google autocomplete suggestion is height. Yep, he is gigantic. Uh, so he stands at six foot ten. He played Riley Opelka, who is a young on the scene American who stands seven foot nothing, making the average player on that court six foot 11. And I'm pretty sure that's the tallest sporting event ever played. If we're talking about averages? Yeah, because yeah, basketball yeah. still wouldn't have averaged up there. Exactly, because you got your centers that'll be that tall. Yeah, but you but, still got your point guard bringing everybody down. Yeah, especially if you got Muggsy Bugs on your team. Yeah, or Nate Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> immediately lowering the average skewing <laughs> odd um, which really should be the name of our podcast <laughs> yeah six the average height was six foot eleven it was a sight to behold was Two it good though because what's his name it looks like um riley opelka was not ranked correct correct um, so, Riley Opelka is a young. He's, I think he's like eighteen or like he's he's oh, fresh to see. Yeah, um, he did win, and it was in four tiebreakers, which twenty one. It depends. Okay, it depends on uh, your opinions of what a good match is. It's kind of like seeing a nine six uh, football game. Some <laughs> will say that it's terrible. Some will say it's the best you can see. Uh, they're both were just power serving for the entire time, which I find incredibly boring. Uh, so there were very but, few right, solid returns that resulted in good volleys. Yes, good use of oh. tennis terms. Thanks. So proud of you. Shucks, I did uh, work in tennis for like six months. I I know you said that. It shows every now and then. Every now and then. Uh, um. But yeah, no, it was it was very interesting to see these human giants battling it out. I kind of wish they would have fought at the end, just so that way we could settle, like, who is the real American giant? But yeah, that was a thing. We can still uh, have but, them on a cage match. Yeah, I think we should. 
but the real story that I want to get to because it's heartbreaking in so many ways. Uh, Andy Murray the other day uh, on Thursday announced that due to debilitating hip condition, uh, he is planning on retiring later this year, um, hoping his best that he can make it to play at Wimbledon as his final match, but it's not looking good. Yeah. I mean, of the big four, he was the one I was, was thought was going to go a lot further than the other three. Just in terms of age, just because he's younger than them all, but. It breaks my heart because he's such a lovable guy. He's nice, right? He's super nice. That's all. That's all that anyone says. And also, he has a very dry sense of humor. Like uh, Sloane Stevens was talking about him, and she was like, "Like, yeah." So, like, I'll post pictures on Instagram of like my friends passed out, and then he'll leave comments like every time that say things like, "They're all snoring because of the things that you said." <laughs> <laughs> How do we get him in our group what, chat? <laughs> Which had me dying. Um, I don't That's know. I was, <laughs> apparently he's not going to be busy pretty soon. But it was really heartbreaking to see that. And everybody was just like everybody on the tour came out and said like all these wonderful things about him. And uh, he had a really he almost had a comeback win in his first round match the other night, but just wasn't quite enough. And he lost in the fifth set. But it's a t- it's a heartbreaker. He's the, he's such a lovable guy, such a nice person, and such a huge part of British culture. Yeah, well, I know. Well, I mean, it's better that he does this because it's interesting, also, too, when they say like tennis is supposed to be one of the sports that you can play later into your years, but oh, at yeah. the same time, at the level that he's been playing at, I'm surprised like none of the other players have had like really, really tough like ligament issues or hip issues just because like the amount of pressure i guess it's also i don't know if they're much taller but the amount of pressure that you put on like your hip flexors and your ankles and your knees going that hard like from side Mm -hmm. to side um and it's it's especially hard when you're playing um in the hard court seasons because you're running on concrete but you know putting all your weight into that Whereas, like, if you're on grass or clay, at least it kind of gives you some forgiveness. Those are just brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 honestly, like, if, if you're playing it at kind of a leisurely pace and you're not doing that much, like, side to side, then it's, it's really good and it's very healthy for you in the long term. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, at the same time, like for for him, I, I think it's big of him to acknowledge that you know playing at that level is only going to put more wear and tear on his hips. Yeah, and he's been he was out like all of last season. Uh, came back for a little bit. He was out for the season before, like a good part of the season before. Like it's just it's been ravaging him, and now he's finally gone. Yep, can't yeah. uh, can't keep it up, unfortunately. Which, Which breaks my heart. Yeah, it also makes me wonder how much longer, like, the others. I guess, what is it, three of the big four? Because it's Federer, Djokovic, and somebody else I don't really know. That I will Rafael know in Nadal. a second. Oh, yeah. Natal. My, my, <laughs> Natal. Natal. My boy. I love that dude. That guy, yeah. Makes me wonder how much longer... You know, they've got it coming in for them. Oh, yeah. Roger Federer is, I think he might be the oldest to ever win a title. He's basically Tom Brady of uh, tennis, but a lot more likable than Tom Brady. Yeah, well, that's not saying a whole lot. (laughs) Okay, those those are the key points I wanted to hit for yesterday. And I'll, I'll get some more as time goes on, but. Well, moving off of uh, off of your running. passion sport and onto mine, then. Soccer. Oh, we're out of time. We're out of time. Sorry. No, no. Play the wrap up music. We're good. AAF. I it's it's actually not a problem with talking about soccer. It's about what he's about to talk about in soccer. Anyway, <laughs> get it over with. Go. All right, we're bringing it on. Well, no. Here's the thing. We we 
never even acknowledged last week uh, the great wondrous thing that happened because I didn't realize that I think all this time has gone by where we uh, we weren't we were had our break. Um, the Manchester United fired Jose Mourinho. Oh, is that not? Do we not talk about that on the podcast? I, I guess not. Actually, now that you think, now I, I think about it. I don't think we did. I don't think we ever did, huh. and I'm so incredibly happy. And yeah, if you watch their recent performance, <laughs> you see why. Uh, they just beat Tottenham this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's Mark's uh, six in a row. He's the. I, I think they said he's the first Manchester United manager to ever start six and zero. Um, and they still probably won't hire him to take over full time. <clears throat> They'll leave him as okay. The but let's talk about why they beat man. Sign somebody. Else. Why they beat Tottenham? Because oh. that was amazing. Oh, we're getting there. I'm, I'm, I first wanted to acknowledge that they're that they're more keen okay. on signing Tottenham's manager than they are on signing their own guy who's gone six and zero now. Which I think I would well, rather Pochettino because- also. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because what what you do by doing that is that you take – not only do you add to your own arsenal uh, – terrible words. I, I regret using that phrasing. <laughs> not only do you add to your own team, you also in the process take away from your uh, an opposing team. Yeah. That's a double win. Yep. They, they would have to probably pay uh, Tottenham a substantial amount of money for him because he yeah. he's under contract, so he, he couldn't just come over freely. Um, but I say worth it. Um, I don't, I know, but yeah. (laughs) And then, and then they were able to take them down this weekend. Uh, David De Gea was a freaking beast. Um, the, the most 11, he he has the most saves in a single game in the premier league since the last time that he had the most in the league in a single game. So back in 2017 against Arsenal, he had a 14-save game, and this 11 is the most since then. And it's not even like he's going against like shit teams to get those. Like Arsenal no. has, um, what's his name? Uh, Arsenal has a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, but then they just win the golden boot? No, you're thinking of Liverpool. Um you think of Mohamed Salah. Okay, but they they got another huge power player on that team. They right? have they have Obama Yang. They have uh, uh, what is his name? Obama Yang. It, it's spelled A U B oh. something or other. I'm actually blanking on who their other forward is. Obama Yang is is currently I th- uh, I think he's currently the leader in the Golden Boot race, um, or perhaps he was recently. Thanks, Obama Yang. Thanks, Obama Yang. Um, let's see here. Well, I get it. Hey, there it is. There you go. Yeah, Obama yeah. Yang has fourteen goals in twenty two games. Uh, Lacazette, that's the other one I'm thinking of. And Mictarian's pretty good too. Um, Lacosette? Like, like Cosette from Lee Mid? <laughs> no, like Low Cassette tape. <laughs> Load Cassette. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's a funny one. Um, no, it's, it's Lacazette. It's L A C A Z, and then it trails off here. I can't see the other words, but. The other letters. Um, anyways, yeah, Aaron Ramsey. I mean, they, they have a good team. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're currently the ahead point of, is, Yeah, the, the point is he didn't have, like, these ridiculous saves to some crap team that, you know, was just yeah dinking like them up there for him. Yeah, well, and actually it makes sense because they were good enough to get all of the opportunities. Like, the fact that United let up 11 shots on goal is like completely damning of their of their defensive performance but fortunately they just had one guy who was like no nah, i got this seriously 
That was so depressing. Like rooting for Tottenham, watching that game, going, "Does it matter? What What are we even doing?" Yeah. <laughs> he's just He's just gonna block it. Oh, look at that! Harry Kane has the dead to rights. Oh, and it's still not a goal. Oh, this is beautiful. I couldn't even really be that mad because he just put on such a performance. It's just like, yeah, well, yeah. It's just like, if oh, you can do wow. that, you can. You deserve the win. Yeah. Yep, pretty crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, so United's won six in a row and is starting to make a push to get up into that top, top four spot. They're six points off right now, and they've got, I think, 16 games to play. So we'll see. It's, they're they're going to have to do something for, like, if, like if Chelsea's he, if playing. He go, if he can win 22 to start his season, or as a starting head coach, are they going to keep him? Uh, yeah, at that point they would. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking at, so uh, Chelsea is currently two games ahead, and their next game is against Arsenal, so they could drop to just one game ahead, which would really just kind of put them in reach um i'm looking here yeah united and united still plays chelsea so they could take over another three-point gap so they've got to keep pace and they've got to uh they got to win the game against chelsea and then hope that chelsea loses another one does it not <clears throat> seem to anybody else like i'm talking about like a person chelsea i was literally just thinking about uh, <laughs> i was thinking about uh tessa's old roommate chelsea oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah she didn't she didn't live there long no. Mm. Yeah. I could have been Tessa's roommate. Chelsea invited me. <laughs> you know their other roommate, Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was Caleb's nickname. Another was Manchester City. God, what a bitch. <laughs> I actually like this idea that all, all of the Premier League teams are living oh, together. Yeah. Norwich, more like Norbitch. <laughs> Com- coming this season on Real World. Real World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's excellent. That may be the best, best, best idea we've had in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, so sorry, dude. Did I did I miss you talk about who who you think is gonna? Because what have we got coach? I guess they're they're called coaches. Um, are they called manjes? Is it is it Ol or Oleg Gunnar Solskjaer? How do you pronounce this guy? Oleg Gunnar Solskjaer, I think is how they. Sol Solskjaer. Right. Solskjaer. Olay. Olay! Yeah, that's right. They're called managers, not coaches. I'm sorry. Um, um, is he, like, is he just United like... United States? No, they're called... Wait, no. Go away. Like in, in MLS, are they managers or coaches? Oh, I think MLS they're coaches. Hmm. No, they're Coach. they're managers. There's Coach there's is. a there's an award for manager of the year. Oh. I guess. Oh no, it's the coach of the year award. I lied. Google autocomplete misled me. Damn it, Google. So yes, it is it is coach of the year, so it's coaches. Coche of the year. Bruce Arena, not Bruce Arians, has won the award three times. Bruce Arena? Yeah. Are you telling me that when this man retires, they could dedicate a stadium to him and call it Bruce Arena <laughs> Arena? Hey, or hey. Or just call it Arena Arena? Uh, arena Arena. Square? I just want to I want to <laughs> fill you guys in on something. Bruce Arena is one of the uh one of the managers who was in charge of the US team when we just lost or just missed the World Cup. So they're not going to be naming any kind of stadiums after him. 
Good. Well, maybe like they'll they'll arena. name it the the Bruce Arena, the year that the men were still compensated more than the women, even though they missed out on the World Cup Arena. It might be a little hard to get that on the sign, but um, I like it. We'll make it fit. It's just a really janky one. It's like a community arena. <laughs> it's just like me writing it in Sharpie. That's really what it's going to be. They, they can't go to overtime because somebody else rented out the place for their uh, youth hockey league. <laughs> oh, so it's a sports place. For $5 flex. an hour. <laughs> exactly. But... Um, um, so is this Schulschner going to stay the same guy or are they going to hire a new guy? Uh, yeah, so that's, that's the thing is, uh, it looks like, well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. So it's kind of too early. Um, because I would say that he doesn't have the experience or kind of the, um, he doesn't have the track record. Like his only experience coaching in the Premier League or managing in the Premier League was getting a team relegated. So he doesn't really have the background or the experience or the track record to make it anybody really think that you know he can be given Manchester United, which is you know arguably the one of the top biggest five clubs in the world. <clears throat> Did you say it, barf? By revenue, yeah. dude. Okay, just making sure. That, that's the um, worst answer. Well, it comes from somewhere. That just made you sound worse. By, net, by, by revenue, bro. This this interweb Why? article says that okay, by Mauricio, Mauricio po, 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 Pochettino from Tottenham. Um, Who's from yeah the Tottenham Spurs as well as <laughs> former Real Madrid coach Zinedine Zidane, who we all Zinedine know for Zidane. Zinedine Zidane, Zidane who we all know for right. one Zinedine reason, Zidane. the only reason that we know she him, because we, we, we talked about this before. Yes, oh. and then Juventus. I remember. Boss Massimiliano Allegri. Wait, is he called the boss there? Yeah, I don't know why Allegri is one of the ones that they're talking about. Allegri is not going to leave uh, Juventus. The guy basically owns that city of Turin. Yeah. Well, that's that's what this thing says is the shortlist. So, um, just to pause real quick, we still have to cover NFL playoffs. And we have to do a preview review. First of all, um, Michigan's men's basketball is still undefeated. We just set a school record. That's all I wanted to talk about. Okay. Okay. Go blue. Yeah, we can move on to uh, the let's uh, let's touch on the NFL football. Football it was a really boring round. It was such a boring round. It was really really boring. Well, the one the, the the New Orleans the, the, the New Eagles Orleans and Eagles game, game was good. Was the only one that was like decent. I don't even know if I would go. But as far even as then, good. it went two. The Eagles had two drives, and then nothing. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, they actually had the third drive, where as Chris Collinsworth said, they donged it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I was going to try to be mature there, but I couldn't do it. No. I knew this was coming and you were going to reference this and I was like okay you're going to hold it together you're going to nope I'm still trying to figure out what it means for those who don't didn't hear it uh, Chris Collinsworth after they hit the uprights with the kick said that wasn't even a dink that was a dong <laughs> what the fuck does that mean does anyone know you know Please, it means like us Chris, let us know it, it means that Chris Collinsworth has job security is what it fucking means <laughs> It's just that's what I choose to believe. I was thinking about it. I was like, I bet before the show, Chris Collinsworth is talking to his buddies, and they're like, "I bet you five bucks you can't say dong during the podcast or during the (laughs) broadcast." And he was like, "Want to bet?" (laughs) No, you know what it was. You know what it was. He he had a bet that he couldn't do it all all season or like like this (laughs) broadcasting season. 
And he's like, no, you watch. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And like going into this game, the guy's like, oh, I won this fucking bet. And he's like, nope. <laughs> that wasn't even a dink. That was a dong. Chris, that doesn't yeah. count. That that was some bullshit. You know that. Context doesn't pay matter. Me five bucks. You're, you're still going to pay me. <laughs> now for this trumpet solo. Spoiler alert. I've never played the trumpet. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> it was a boring round. Yeah, it was really it disappointing was really because it's if you cheered for one of the teams because then you could be like, "Oh yeah, look at the Chiefs just going ham." But if you uh, wanted a good game, it did not happen. Yeah, and that and it's usually a, a pretty good round because you've got the eight best teams. It's usually typically. one of the best rounds. Yeah, you, you typically yeah. have like the eight best teams in the NFL are playing all in one weekend, and it was not great well so that raises the question of how do you think next weekend um um i'm really hoping that it's going to be kansas city in new orleans which means that the rams and the patriots are going to be playing in the super bowl and it's going to be a blowout yeah well here's here's the the thing is like i couldn't really understand why the Patriots were so dominant when they've been kind of mix-mashed all season, pretty much. Because um, they know they can just wade their way through the division and still get a playoff for it. Somehow pull off, like, a bye week if they need to, and then Tom Brady's like, oh, I guess it's time for me to actually, like, you know, whip out my dick. What I'm getting at is it makes me concerned I mean, for them moving on into the next the the next round because it seemed like it was it seemed more scheme like than it did Patriots being dominant. I mean, I mean they were, but like it looked, it, it seemed what they did a really good job of, um, which I was extremely impressed by, was that they uh, they had all these things that they'd worked through and done really well with all season. And then they basically threw a lot of that out and said, what can we do to just confuse the fuck out of Phillip Rivers? Because all of a sudden they're they're running cover zero. They're, they're doing all kinds of random ass coverages that they don't normally play just to throw a wrench into uh, Phillip Rivers. And it worked. Um, I was very impressed by what they did defensively to change up their schemes, uh, to give a completely different look, put in that extra effort and just, keep everybody guessing so while i'd like to say they can't do that two weeks in a row i bet they can yeah it makes it impossible to prepare for them and if you can't prepare for their if you can't prepare for them then you just have to go off of pure athleticism and who's you know better athletes and the patriots are better they sure especially were. Compared, to, compared to the rams or compared to the chargers at the very least yeah compared compared maybe, to the chargers. maybe not the rams well, the Chargers' offensive line just looks trashy, but it sounds like it was again. It sounds like what what I was getting at was wrong and right. That it is they did something different this game that really threw the threw them off. Um, it's just it my concern that it's not going to be replicable. You seem to not buy that as much. It's uh yeah. So the thing is. What, re- what great coaches do very well, um, and this is what I'll say about Nick Saban, and I'll say it about Bill Belichick because I think they're the best at it. They're is perfect they at making ex- deals with devils. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yep. Now, they're wow. um, they're extremely adaptive, and they're very good at, even if they don't like things that are happening, they recognize that it's successful and that they can make something work with it. Like, look at Nick Saban. Nick Saban spent years condemning the hurry-up offense, and now he runs it all the time. I mean, anybody can criticize things that they don't like, but it takes a very good coach to say, look, I don't like it, but it's going to work, and we want to win. Um, the uh, the blitzes that the Patriots were bringing were just absolutely trashing the offensive line, as you said. Uh, I don't even blame the offensive line so much as just I think they're, the Patriots did such a good job of bringing, uh, bringing the linebackers in, um, disguising blitzes, and it was just, what can you do? <laughs> Philip Rivers was rushed all day and had to make terrible decisions as a result, and it was ugly. Yeah. Fantastic, but ugly. 
yeah, if you were a Patriots fan, you had a great time. Also, if you're a Patriots fan, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the moral of this story. Yeah, like, I realize that there are some good Patriots fans out there, and I'm sorry that I just said that to you, but nine times out of ten, you they deserved it. I'm just spraying with a, you know, shotgun effect and hitting mostly good targets. Hmm. I wouldn't do that to, like, the Green Bay fan base. I think that's a great fan base. Or, like, the Steeler fan base. Nope, I'd do that to the Steelers fan base all the time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's like an 8 out of 10 spray, not like the 9 out of 10, but, you know. What I'm saying is you guys are better than the Patriots, but not by much. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not um, saying my fan base is better, so we're clear. Speaking of something that is better than the Patriots, the, uh, the Broncos hired Mike Munchak from the Steelers. Yeah, that's a cool one. I like that. I liked our offensive line under him, so you guys uh, probably picked up the good guy there. And I like O-line coaches becoming head coaches. I think it's no, no, no. A he's, smart decision. He's just their uh, – I think he's just their O-line coach. I think he just changed teams. Oh, okay. Still. They're, yeah, their their new uh, head coach is – oh, gosh, who was it? I was gonna say I didn't think he was ahead. Like I thought, I you, we'd talked about someone else being it, but couldn't remember. Yeah, Big Vangio. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, that's who. He, wait, sorry, I completely tuned out that whole entire conversation, and I could have just said that straight from the beginning. I was too busy figuring out who, uh, uh, who. It's it's a dumb work thing. Sorry. Um, we were just talking. <sighs> we were about, just talking about the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos signed. Yes. Signed some uh, coaches. Sign. We did. Um, yes, Vic Fangio. Is the Mangio. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, first head coaching position. Yep. How do you feel about um, that? At least it's a no pressure job. I mean, it's not Tom- like he's going to a good team or anything. <laughs> Tomlin has his first head coaching position at one point in time, and he still has it. So. See, the, like,. He he's a defensive guy, right? Right. He's always been. Hold on. Yeah, where's DC, his right? Where's his yeah. internet page? Yeah, he he was the Bears' defensive coordinator. That's yeah. Right. So like you know there, there's a precedent, and and the Broncos in the past years have prided themselves on being a strong defensive team with a standout quarterback and one or two yeah. decent offensive playmakers. In Super Bowl Forty Eight, they were the number one defense in the league. Um, at at that same time, it's like you know, <laughs> we uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to trying. So, what are you laughing about? Nothing. Oh, nothing. You're referring to Super Bowl Forty Eight. It's fine. Mm-hmm. That was it's just fine. like an overhyped thing that they talked about leading up to it. They're like, the Broncos are the number one defense. They're the number one defense going against the number oh, one it's offense. Dumb. It was dumb. You know, that's why you just don't don't listen to the media. Hold on, hold on. They definitely didn't say the number one defense. If they said that, then it was because the Steahawks were the number one defense. Because the number one offense that, that year be... was the Broncos. Okay, whatever. Uh, they're just... a number two defense at the time or something like that. It was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. They, were, they were good as fuck. I just remember that all being a whole meme. Anyway. I just I actually did like a school fucking report on how good Peyton Manning was that year. We were in college then. Yep. Stats class, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to add this. Stats class, bro. <laughs> I had to add it. <laughs> uh, Go, bro. Because <laughs> there's stats nothing that makes it sound cooler three. that you're in stats than adding the word bro after it. Hell yeah! No, I I I basically looked at his uh, his first game that year. Peyton's first game was an outlier, and so if you removed that and put in the normalized value or the average value or whatever the right term is, I don't remember anymore. Um, then he actually was only like one or two touchdowns better than Tom Brady's season. So my argument being mm. that he had one really good game and as good of a season as we'd already seen before. Mm. <clears throat> 
Well, yeah. So that's football. What are what are our predictions uh, for these playoffs? Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's Casey and New Orleans, uh, which means it's going to be uh, the Patriots in New Orleans. Because betting well, against Tom Brady in the Super in Bowl is or in the playoffs is not a not a paying bet. On the bright side, for the first time in a long time, he's not at home. Yeah, that that is that is one one thing. Um, That's the silver lining to the whole thing. Kansas City does pretty well at home, so mm, it's, it's the loudest fan good. base. It's the power of corn. <laughs> Makes them all loud. Good old Casey barbecue. You mean the power of corn with a K? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, you know. The cool corn kids. The band corn. Crazy Uh, corn. Freak on on a leash. Anyone remember that banger? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Or uh, or falling away from me. Because it just kind of went. Yeah. Kind of the same. I, I liked uh, coming undone. What? I'm coming undone. Um, compared to Freak on a Leak or Freak on a Leash, I like Freak <laughs> on a Leak better. <laughs> I like Freak on a Leak real well. <laughs> yeah, that's when Corn uh, came together with uh, what you call it, PD Pablo. They made Freak on a Leak. L E E K. Man, those vegetables, <laughs> let me tell ya. Yeah. <laughs> <We kinda laughs> <leave. laughs> um super <in> bitch. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Who do you got in the playoff rounds? Um let's see. You mean you mean the conference championships? Because technically we've already been in one of the playoff rounds. Yeah. Who's going to the No, round? I mean who do you, I mean who do you have in the divisional round? I want you to predict oh. those games again. <laughs> um predict we're it, predicting with our heads. Predict it again. With, with our heads and not our hearts. Um <clears throat> uh, it's it's gonna be Saints Patriots. I'm gonna be so bored. Yeah. Like I, I really Saints KC, which means it's gonna be Patriots and <laughs> You think Rams are going to best the Saints? Only because I want them not to. The cool oh, thing is that's why. The nice thing is, like, if you if all you want to see is like a good game, all four are like like all of the matchups would be good. You mean both of them because there are only two. But I'm I'm saying like even if it was even if the Rams beat oh. New Orleans and you have two Rams possibilities, against... so two possibilities. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's eight possible matchups, right? Four possible no, matchups. Two times two. Six. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's going to be Saints, Patriots. Um, it's going to be the old men, the veterans, and every NFL writer is going to have, you know, there's their work cut out for them. They're all going to have big old hard ons for it. I <laughs> right. So, I would absolutely. I honestly do think that they're going to be close. I think that the Rams are coming off of an incredible performance that's going to make them play confidently. Coming out in the first three quarters, I just think that, you know, Drew Brees and that whole Saints offense is just more resilient and they're going to last longer. And then I, as far as like, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I do really like that uh, it's both, they're both uh, revenge games where New Orleans bested the Rams many months ago, and then there was that huge game between Casey and the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Sunday Night? Sunday Night Football. So I think it's fun that it's going to be a revenge match to see who gets what. And then if the case, if KC plays the Rams, it'll be another revenge match. And it could be three revenge matches in a row. Well, the one I'm hoping for... The one I'm hoping for, I think, is the same one you guys have said, is the uh, Kansas City and New Orleans. I think that's going to be the best game. Yeah. Yeah, that, one's, right. that one would be the most fun, and I would enjoy that the most. However, um, 
<laughs> things have very rarely happened for me to enjoy them, unfortunately. However, I realize I don't get to have fun, so... <laughs> I realize the world doesn't care about my happiness. <laughs> well, let's Same. move into... I woke into... up at 6 this morning. I hate it. Yeah, Good for you. I wake <clears throat> up at 6 every morning. I only yeah, did it because I want to play tennis this morning. <laughs> that sounds yeah, I was fun, actually though. texting you guys this morning. It's, yeah, I was it... playing against Bomb Machine Dave. I was excited. And it is, it is yeah. easier to get up then when you always do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on to our new segment, preview review. Da -da -da. Da -da -da. You know what I'm talking about? It was really interesting because you were you were singing that like ditty as I was yeah. closing out a bunch of my tabs, and the tab that I was on <laughs> as you were singing it is the one about how. Uh, Americans are more, for the first time ever, Americans are more likely to die of an opioid overdose than in a vehicle crash. Da -da -da. <laughs> da -da -da. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in and replay the, the drop. So there's that. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Preview Review, where we review terrible review previews. Fuck. Let it go. All right, this week our preview is going to be The Kid Who Would Be King. What? I just sent you guys the trailer. Go ahead and right. watch. Did you send it to, our, to my phone? I sent no, it to the group text. text. All right, I'm going to press, I'm going to play it on here so that it, it'll record the audio, and I'm going to click play, and I'll tell you when I click at zero. Ready? Okay. And play. Leave him alone. It's a tough world out there. Oh, great. This is British. And it's getting tougher oh, yeah. all the time. <laughs> and the world is not going to change. Hello? Is anybody here? It's you that has to change. Alright, what? Something what? No. <laughs> Why is there a sword? <laughs> no, it's, it's just really happening. This is really this happening. Is this like Merlin? Put it into Google Translate. Means Put it into Google God. Translate? What Come on. Jesus. That's so <laughs> <laughs> These pudgy motherfuckers. Alexander Elliot! It was you who drew the sword! Alright, and somebody has to blow his nose this guy. And he's just like, I'm the authority on this. Also, like, wow, okay. This just got real. What are these animals? An ingenious alias in order to monitor you incognito. Damn, that kid's got a neck. You will need to assemble a team of knights. This is definitely getting a sequel. Is this based off of like a kid's book? I feel like this has to be based off of something. I don't know, but this is definitely something kids are going to get behind and they're going to get a second. This is destiny. This this is pretty. This is honestly pretty peak for like twelve year olds. Also, they could have had a black I like them kind of wearing Gryffindor badges. humiliating! This is. I like them wearing dumbass armor. And then the kid with the what? Yeah, why are they in armor? And cars? Why are you driving a car in armor? This is like Spy Kids. Me. This is like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. What the fuck? What? Wait, wait. Here's the best line of the trailer. Why did you know how to drive, Mario Kart? Mom, don't freak out, okay? Lady of the Lake, please return Good. Excalibur. She, she learned how to drive Mario Kart, and so that's how she knows how to drive drive a car, obviously. And, wait, hold on. Lady of the Lake can just come straight out of the bathtub? Okay, first of all, at the very end, hold on. <laughs> that Lady of the Lake thing makes me think of... Um, a magician? No. Makes me think... Of this, no this scene. This is why I Here we go. It's at it's at a minute seven. I guess a minute. Sorry, a minute five. 
cringeworthy fucking preview i've seen in so long like yeah what a terrible looking movie it looks absolutely Uh, awful and because of the graphics you can see that people put a lot of time and effort into it and they still came up with that also the thing too is like it totally it's still is going to yeah and it's totally going to like diminish the value well i guess there's not really a whole lot of value to the story of king arthur but whatever yeah, that's fucking that's Brits. really a problem. Yeah, and kids aren't gonna know better. They're just gonna be like, "Oh, look, demons or whatever the fuck." I don't know. Well, just none of it. None of it was cohesive. It didn't make any sense. Like he's uh, just honestly, a normal fucking Mario kid Carlin... one one day, and then all of a sudden there's these fucking demons everywhere. Like I just he pulled the sword from the stone, dude, oh. from the concrete slab at the dig site or at the work site. It just doesn't make any sense. No, none of it makes sense. It doesn't have to make sense. It's like, literally it's, like at least a at least Harry Potter was like plausible in the fact that it was like, yeah, but none of them know because we hide it from them, and yeah. like we're fucking magicians, so we can. Yeah. So there of was course, some. Like, like the whole thing was like that you can suspend. Yeah. Like as a but kid, you were there. Just... Like you know, there's a fucking chance that somebody's gonna come tell me that I'm one of these guys, and this is just like a. It but just looks like in this like 11, in this movie, they never once asked in during production. Like, does this make sense? Does it really make sense that they're just putting I mean, on whole, medieval armor? Their whole cast even is though... kids. The thing too, okay, first of all, I'm going to also point out the flaws in this school because towards the end of the trailer, they like all join in and get all the kids armor. First of all, where the fuck did you get the funding for so many suits of armor or at least, you know, the helmet, like basic plating. That stuff is not cheap. Like, did you just have a metal smith on your ground? It's not just massively available. Second of all, like, <laughs> there's no way, no way, like. And you're telling me the same suit of armor fit for that little skinny kid as that fat kid? Like, you need yeah, like, multiple you, sizes some of the armor. Exactly, and metal is not exactly like one size fits all or adjustable. It's not like, forgiving. No, like medieval armor was literally customized to the person wearing it. Exactly, which is also why knights were so sucked. prestigious. Like, mm. chainmail, any motherfucker could get. But, like, that's plated metal Why shit. are they not just wearing Kevlar? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> because Again, fuck these there's no point during the, during the movie where they're like, does this make sense? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Brits don't believe in guns. And as such... I wouldn't even mind if he's get. using a sword with, like, modern yeah. armor. Or, like, something that looks... <laughs> Relatively decent. Or like or like you have demons. How about a magic explanation why they don't need it? The best way that this movie <laughs> could work. end is with like Liam Neeson or or like Sam no Samuel L. Jackson just coming I was, out of nowhere. I was waiting with a to see. Bazooka. I was waiting to see like a well known like a like like what, what's that what's that old old dude in X Men? You're gonna have to um, be more specific. Xavier, yeah, like like uh, uh, one of those types. I was waiting to see somebody like that in there. I was like, okay, that's that's where they saved money. Wait, no, that's where they saved money. Patrick Stewart is in this movie. Is he what? Well, it's not like (laughs) you have to pay much to get Patrick Stewart anymore. Hey, watch it. Man's a fucking treasure. I I love Patrick. He plays Merlin. Okay, this movie just got a little more like. 
more not, believable. Not, not legit. <laughs> not legit. Not believable. Not legit. Credible. Credible. Less there terrible. A little bit less terrible. A little bit less shitty. Like it's now a long shot for a Kids' Choice Award, basically. Yeah. Also, Ian McKellen is like the fucking hipsteriest Merlin ever. <laughs> if we're just based off of, let's see if this. Wait, Ian McKellen today. or Patrick Stewart? Oh, sorry, Patrick Stewart. Look at that oh, okay. picture. Like, is he wearing a fucking like U two sweater and some fancy like pea coat? See, like, okay, here's the thing: they modernized his look, and then they're like, oh, and also we're gonna give them medieval armor. Does that make sense? It doesn't. It didn't. It made no sense. No. Does it make sense that we're gonna say this little girl learned how to drive from playing Mario Kart? No, but it's a good stupid joke. It's so. Bad. None of us laughed. It's so. Bad. Does it make sense that we got some random kid mm-hmm. with a neck the length of the state of California to play <laughs> some nerdy fucker who knows all the history of this randomly? You know, I figured out the person who wrote it was the kids. It probably like it. Uh, it seems like a story a kid ri- would write. Yep. Yeah, which is like cute, this? but like, you know, let let them have this one moment. No. Let let them learn the disappointment of a sequel. <laughs> kids gotta learn. Let them get no. jar jarred. <laughs> Also, Keep it's bullshit away. that the kid's name is Alex and not even Arthur. Like, get your shit together. King Alex. And then they, like, randomly will try to, like, throw in bits and then also not, like, oh, they've got a dinner table that you have for, like, watching the television in front of, and then they, like, fold it up and, like, oh, now it's a round table. Look at that. Like, what the fuck is that? Who's Joe Cornish, the guy who wrote this? Oh, man. He, Joe Cornish he, is at the Kansas City game. He wrote and directed Ant-Man. Oh. Which is really disappointing. Yeah. But every, oh, and Hot Fuzz. Okay, that was actually a decent movie. Um, oh, yeah. Everything yeah. else on here know. is pretty... Okay. Well, what category do you think this one's going to go into? Pretty okay. (laughs) Completely on production. note I think. oh yeah psa uh solo is on netflix now yeah oh, nice. i still haven't seen it that so was I'm really excited good about that it's it's really good i, I remember you it. told me to see it and i waited too long and then i was sad i went in with really high expectations or like really like expecting to hate it and i was so i was so blown away like it starts off kind of slow but once you get into it you're like damn this is really good i was really worried about donald glover being Lando Calrissian, because Lando is my favorite, and I love Donald Glover, so yeah. I didn't want him to do bad because it would like ruin two of my favorite things at the same time. Yeah, but he absolutely killed. Like, he did a perfect job as Lando. Yeah. And honestly, the guy who played Han, not bad. The commercials made him look a lot worse than he ended up being. Yeah, it didn't. Look, it doesn't look good from somebody who hasn't seen it yet. Like, it still doesn't look. Like it doesn't look like uh, he's gonna pull it off. Um, I agree. Like the commercial was so much worse. Like I remember walking out, like, why did they use those lines for the commercials? Those were terrible. Yeah, I mean, they could have done whatever they wanted. People were gonna go see it. Yeah. Case in point, me. But they didn't. There was actually a really bad uh, release, despite oh, people loving it. Yeah. Oh, I guess I just assumed. Yeah. Just as yeah. they probably yeah. did. It was. It was really. The reason why it was a really good movie, by the way, is because it was directed by Ron Howard. The guy's shooting 100 as a director. Oh, yeah. He has he has no blanks. Yeah. 
Rush was fantastic. Anyway. On that note. Yep. Good job, team. It's been real. It's been fun. And it's been fun real. Every time. That statement is very fun realistic. Nope, that's it. My, All right. My expectation <laughs> that you guys are fun realistic, honestly. <laughs> Where do we go from there? Our Twitter you handle is don't. fun prepared. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>